Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Average African Kid Podcast. And today we have a very, very special guest on our hands. So I'll let her introduce herself. My name is Abigail. I'm your Theophilos. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So can you tell us a bit about yourself? I am a student. I'm a content creator. I am a child of God. I'm an entrepreneur, but on the side. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So a bit of context. We're both in medical school now. And we just had started talking and many areas of life. I mean, like there's some overlaps and there are some differences. So we're just like, why don't we um, share experiences and like through a better understanding of what life has been like getting to this point, especially in medical school and the transitions from other parts of, of life. So you mentioned about an entrepreneur. I want to hear about that. I've done a lot. Okay, <laughs> let's go. I've done cakes. I've done cakes. pastries. Oh, I wow. presently make and revamp wigs. Oh. I have done... Hmm. Now I'm trying to think <laughs> of the things I've done. But basically, one or two things here and there. Mm-hmm. Cakes, so oh. you bake? Yes. Ooh. Do you have any plans for the Christmas baking? No. No, no Christmas plans. The girl is tired. Uh, I am not making anything. <laughs> After all the work in school, I just want to go and chill, I mean. Just rest. Uh, I, I used to, no, I used to. I still bake, I bake bread. That's why. Really, I, you know, I have not perfected the act of baking bread. Cake, yes, but uh, bread. Oh, no. Nah. Bread is my specialty, like, any day of the week. Like, um, I think the more you need the bread, the better it becomes. And the kind of bread I do is, like, wheat bread. Oh. So it's not wheat bread like they sell in the market. It's like wheat bread, soft, fluffy. Made nice. Yeah, made right. My bread always comes hard. So ah, it comes out hard. So. Oh, no. This wheat bread, it tastes like cake. It's like as fluffy as cake. That's right. I should get a recipe. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. So so tell me tell me a bit more about um, your journey. How did you get here, basically? From primary school or from yeah, when? Uh, okay, sure, let's start <laughs> Oh, we can't go all the way back. Uh, okay, well, oh yes, in primary school, secondary school, I went to Bingham University. Birmingham? Bingham. Bingham, Bingham. Yes, okay. people always confuse that, like the one in the UK. <laughs> no, it is in Nasarawa State of Nigeria. Are you serious? Yes. Bingham, okay. Bingham, yes, Tan Equa University. So uh-huh. I went there, I did physiology for my undergrad. Oh, okay. So I have a degree in human physiology. Oh, yeah. So from there, I went to Ukraine okay. for medicine okay. and, you know, I was there for a while, short while actually, then okay. the war happened. Oh, okay. And we came back home. Oh, wow. And then we're scouting around for schools and then I am at Boeing. University. You're going, yeah, found our way here. Mm-hmm. Wait, tell me a bit more about that. You said you, you finished in physiology, yeah. battles in physiology. Then how did Ukraine come into the picture? Oh, I plan to just serve and do something else after physiology, but okay, okay. my then PhD, Dr. Angela, she mentioned it to my father. Oh, like, students are going to Ukraine. And I think the school I went to had, like, a collaboration with oh. the, um, the school, Bingham. Mm-hmm. So we applied and we went there. Oh, wow, wow. So you said yeah. a short while. How short is the while you're talking about? Like a year, because uh-huh. I went there and I resumed third year. Okay. So I finished third year. Oh. Yeah. Before all of this happened. That's oh, a nice. That's the war. Yeah, that's a nice jump. So you did your four years 
then you did you served you did NYSC no I didn't okay serve. you didn't do it you just started to just go straight back in and then they because of your your educational background they put you in the third year mm-hmm. you did that and then chaos ensued mm-hmm. so, so um to go by how was the war how was that experience it was a lot I, I think I mentioned this somewhere um there was there were rumors about the war that was going to happen then we thought it was going to be a bluff because we've heard before that okay there there has been threats and nothing happened so this time around it was serious i went out to, to get an x-ray done Mm-hmm. and the town was almost empty people were running wow. around trying to get food trying to leave and i was like i thought we we're all playing <laughs> but eventually everything unfolded and then things got crazy and we had to leave so would you say you got the information that was actually happening on time or was it just like no one really believed it all the way to the end some people did not believe it okay some did like straight up and they left immediately oh. so i think i was one of the last set of people to get back to nigeria because i was at sumi 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 okay. yes so it was really difficult for us to leave because sumi borders russia oh yeah so the soldiers won't let us leave don't let anybody come out or go in because it was for them it was security wise it's not be reasonable for them to let you go in and out anybody could come in anybody could go out Okay. That those that didn't believe was it just students that was it were there any students that immediately headed they left or all the students did they just stay most of them stayed a while because like i said before it happened like years ago where they tra- where they threatened to come in and you know fight mm-hmm. nothing happened and from what some of the citizens said it's like a regular they have like an unspoken brawl between russia and ukraine yeah. so they feel like okay another day another news mm-hmm. but then this one was serious and it happened oh wow oh, wow i'm so good talk for you how was that whole experience it was crazy but personally i would say it's increased my faith in god mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was a lot mm-hmm. it was a lot yes you guys whenever you go through tribulations and trials they test your faith they mm-hmm. strengthen your faith i can't imagine what that time was like I don't know how the routing was. Did you just take a plane trip directly to Nigeria or how did they Okay, bring so you back? um first of all, we took a bus from mm. Sumi to another state where we get a train ride to Lviv. Okay. So we took a train to Lviv and then from Lviv we took a bus to Hungary. Oh, Hungary. Okay. Yes, yeah, so when we when the bus stopped at Hungary not exactly in Hungary but like it bordered to Hungary mm. we walked into Hungary so i don't it was a chaotic experience but i don't it was so beautiful it was and oh, so real wow. to like okay. walk from Ukraine and then you're into Hungary uh-huh. and it was like 5 a.m. in the morning there was just this weird <laughs> serene feeling i don't oh, wow. know like walking cross country oh okay so aside from that <laughs> all of us get on running for our lives oh yeah so i got into hungary where there for i think 3 days or 2 days then we took a flight in to hotels nigeria or well there was um let me call it a guest house accommodation there were hotel accommodations but when i came in the people who took us took us to like a guest house so some other persons got to stay in the hotel but mm-hmm. i got to be in the guest house was it nice it was fair yeah fair enough what yeah. circumstances it was fair okay. okay so how do you feel how did you feel coming back home 
to Nigeria? It was a lot. I was mentally drained. So when I got back, I just wanted to be alone, resting, resting. And, you know, after a while, you have to think, yeah, what's next? So we did that. I was at home. I applied to some schools. I <laughs> dived into my entrepreneur. Yeah, yes, I did that for a while. Then I went, I did internship or something I call it shadowing. Okay. At like two hospitals. I did at Mr. Premier Hospital. Yeah. So I was there. We attached to doctors and we worked with them. No, I did not work. I'm a student. <laughs> <laughs> but we were with them for a while. Mm-hmm. And I went to National Hospital. I did that for a while. And I went to how, Capital. How much of a while is a while? What are we talking okay, about? Um, a month at Nisa Premier oh, okay. and two months, about three months at National Hospital. Okay. So I did that there. Then I did three months at um, Capital Learning Center, the mm-hmm. digital learning company. So oh. I did that there to explore my media <laughs> but you mentioned something about um you you said you went to Bingham yes. University. Okay, tell us a bit about Bingham. Bingham University. It was it was good. Mm-hmm. It was nice. I did human physiology. Human physiology. Okay. Yes, I was there for a while. Four years. <laughs> Four years. And it was it was a that was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's a public Private? Private. Private. Yeah. So, again, I have to ask the question, like, Bingham, Bowen, what's the comparison? What's the juxtaposition between both? I feel like most private schools, which are, like, faith-based universities, mm-hmm. are very similar. Okay. The rules, the strictness, mm-hmm. chapel, mostly similar, but some places more lax than others. So, Bingham is also faith-based? Yeah. It's, um, owned by Equa Church. Equa Church. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, what have you noticed that I exactly that I like, and what do you notice that's quite different so far? Hmm. Yeah, actually, really alike. Okay. Yeah, really alike. Chapel services, classes, curfew, rules, quite alike. Hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. I was like, like they built on the same model. I believe maybe they have like a convention for all private schools in Nigeria. <laughs> maybe it was was it Covenant that started this journey or? I, I I don't know. Hmm. I don't think so. I don't think it was Covenant. I think there were other like smaller schools that did it first. That, yeah, did it first. And everybody just picked up. Awesome. Either way, I think they did a good move because initially private universities were considered like, oh, those who don't get into public universities get to private. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, if you can, you do it because yeah. it's... Get about with the school. Just get about with the four years. You get the exact same standard. Even better standards in some cases. Mm-hmm. Of course, you don't have all the stuff I hate, but Nigerians like stuff I hate. <laughs> I don't know why we do that. I, I don't know. There's something about Nigerians that you, if, you say that if you think it's not painful, we don't enjoy it. Yeah, you have to earn it. Why? 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 Why is that? I feel like that's just our lifestyle. Maybe. Talk about pounding. Yeah, you say if you use the pounding machine, it's not. Yeah, it's not nice. nice. You, have, you have to put in your sweat. Sweat, sweat inside. <laughs> When they will do a blind test. Pounded yam, pounded versus pounded yam. I think I don't know if someone has already done that. Blended. No, and then I you ask, so. like, okay, blind test, which would you prefer? That might be an interesting. It would be very interesting, actually. Because I don't think there's any difference. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I actually might even think that they might prefer the one with the... With the machine. I, I have a hunch, but... 
I think they might know the difference. It's you like so? it's like um jello fries made in a tush way mm-hmm. and one like from firewood. Oh the yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the firewood is way better. It has like a charcoal, almost burnt, like burnt. almost party esque. Yeah, you know. burnt. Yeah, I heard from someone that there are three grades of cookings. Wedding food is the is, is the least tasty. Um, party food is in the middle. Then burial food is the sweetest. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I think that's true. <laughs> and the reason they gave was that for well, wedding food is all these young caterers, young yeah. ladies, like, oh yeah, wedding, 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 wedding. But the party is like the family things, everybody's yeah, together. One day. But the burial is the mamas yeah. that will come out and cook it really well. Uh, so. Yeah. How did we get to Jennifer? I have How no did? idea. <laughs> I found it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, um, altogether, summing up your experience transitioning back to Nigeria, mm-hmm. what what did you what did you notice in the transition? <laughs> okay. First of all, going there and coming back, I realized how broken our system is. Mm. Because, I mean, I've been here all my life, so whatever life or whatever way of living we have here. We are used to it. It's your life. Mm-hmm. But then going there and coming back, you realize, oh my God, this is actually not all right. It's not okay. And we can do better in certain areas, certain systems, educational, like generally, like, you know, living generally, we could just be better. And again, I noticed that we are more communal here. There is more love <laughs> here. Like, you know, you care for your neighbor, you know your neighbors, you know your friend, your classmates. But they live a very like individualistic lifestyle yeah. in Europe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's different there. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've I've noticed and I actually got the statistics from some medical doctors that was over in America. And what they were saying was that Christmas time is the loneliest time in America. And I think that applies to much of Europe. Mm-hmm. Because you feel like Christmas should be like the time everybody's together, Lovely. right? But in the midst of all that celebration, all those gifts, it's like it just feels empty. I feel like for some of them, they are used they've experienced in Nigerian Christmas. Uh-huh. So they can compare it to something. Yeah. Nothing beats the African Nothing. Christmas. Like it's party, it's food, yeah, you're out, you're yeah, outside, you're family. outside. But over yeah. there, you know, it's it's holiday, you're resting, yeah. yeah. You might go out, you get gifts, nothing mm. dramatic. But imagine moving from that whole party lifestyle to like okay, just in your apartment. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Eating alone. It feels yeah. it feels depressing and lonely. Yeah. But you could actually have fun if you have like a community of other black people that you mm-hmm. know, or even white people. Yeah. You could you put something up. So you're saying that those who have lived there all their lives, they don't experience this depressive shift as much as someone who has experienced yeah, the joy you have something to compare it to yeah uh, Christmas at home is always is always fun yeah it is yeah, everybody has come back from secondary school <laughs> everywhere everybody's just bubbling mm-hmm. people that you don't like yes you see them people <laughs> that you like you see them the food chicken the boiled chicken do you like chicken? yeah I do yeah, yeah. but there's a difference yeah, there actually is a difference. Yeah. And in terms of in terms of the system, we talked about the system being broken. And I know we had said something about the fact that we like the hard things in Nigeria. Yeah. Like, um, what's one thing you see that young people we can do so far to like improve things? 
improve things, first of all, you have to go through a system mm-hmm. because you cannot make a change with your secondary school starts. You have to go to school, you know, get information far and wide. And if you get to be in a place of in, in a place of power, mm-hmm. then you can do something. You can try to make things more easier, more flexible. Before I went to Ukraine, I had this idea of medical school tedious. You're going to read all day and nine and all of that. Well, over there, the way they schedule their classes, it's, yes, you have to read a lot. Okay. But at the same time, it's not so tedious that you don't have space to breathe. Interesting. But here, it's more, you know, huh. you fight. You Wait, fight for your life. Tell me more about that. That's actually quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, we, we have schedules. You have, at least for my school, we had, our timetable is more like, um, you have a class, I think once every two weeks or so. Once every two weeks. But it's it's rotated. So if I have, for example, anatomy and physiology this week, mm-hmm. I have Balkem next week, Balkem and another thing next week, then the upper week, anatomy and physiology. Wow. So it, except, although some courses that are like more bulky, you can have them more frequently, but it was just like on a two-week schedule. So you know when you're having this class throughout the semester, you know when your exam is going to be. There was a set schedule. So nothing... Mm-hmm. There was no spontaneous yeah, thing going on. Yeah. Yeah, we're, so. we're, into the, we're big into the spontaneous <laughs> thing, Very yeah. big. <laughs> you just wake up and you find out that you have a class at 8 a.m. And you're like, oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> 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 Saturday morning, class mm-hmm. at 10.30 online. Like, oh, you have oh. tests tomorrow. <laughs> tests tomorrow. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. So they give you time to breathe and to pursue your other interests, right? Well, pursuing your other interests, it's based on you as a person. It's based on you. Okay. Yeah. Because even in a Nigerian medical school, like now we know a lot of students that are doing a lot, mm-hmm. like on the side, yeah. aside from school, while yeah. they are in school. So mm-hmm. it depends on you and how you fraction your time. Mm-hmm. Then you know how to navigate that. So what about you? What are some of your other interests? Hmm. I'm a content creator. I used to be a natural and skincare content Ooh. creator. You say used to be. Used to be. I don't do okay. that anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so... I wanted to write. I loved writing. I thought I would like by now be really big into this writing thing. Mm-hmm. So I started writing. Mm-hmm. I had a blog on WordPress. Oh, okay. So I would write posts, I think, every WordPress Sunday. <laughs> I wrote posts every Sunday. Or like maybe twice a week. And then I loved it. For my one year anniversary of writing on WordPress, I did a video mm-hmm. of like Q&A. And all those, like, thank you for, you know, reading my blog, oh. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, I like this video thing. <laughs> then from there, I said, oh, let me open a YouTube channel. So whenever I do a post and I want to make a video, it will be like, there'll be a link mm-hmm. like to the YouTube channel mm-hmm. of um, the post. Mm-hmm. From there, my YouTube channel career started. <laughs> And I used to write about um, natural hair skincare, and I love to do interviews of people. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> my friends are victims, <laughs> some of them. I don't know if the, the um, site is still up, or some of them are on my blog. Mm-hmm. So I did that for a while. So on YouTube, I did natural and skincare content. Then I started liking the art of making a video, okay. like setting up, lighting, mm. quality, all of that. I liked it, and I said, hmm. I could do something like this for a while. So I stopped writing because I was more consumed with YouTube mm-hmm. and Instagram at the time. Stopped writing. Then after like a year or two, I stopped content creation totally mm-hmm. for certain reasons. 
So I stopped um, making any form of content. Then when I came back into content creation, I started, I had interest in filmmaking. Okay. So I said, okay, let me dabble into that. So Filmmaking? Yes. Oh, okay. So presently I'm learning and learning and learning. I'm learning how to edit, color grade. Mm. When I was at Safita Learning Center, I learned a lot about um, video editing and all of that. So that's where I'm at now. Oh, wow, wow. See, me, me and you were a bit opposite in that spectrum. Like, I started YouTube, and for me, the least favorite part of the thing was editing the videos. Like, I was like, uh, do I have to edit this video? Like, my goal was to just record once and just try and upload it. Like, I'm done with it. I'm done. (laughs) And when I started doing um, editing in um, Final Cut Pro, that's when I started Mm -hmm. working. I started in GarageBand. Is it GarageBand? Or iMovies. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, iMovies. I started there. And when I got to Final Cut Pro, but in 2020, I told my, my mom and my brother, like, I'm not doing it again. I'll, I'll, I'll leave YouTube alone. Let me go to a podcast. Because it was just like an audio podcast. I'm like, mm-hmm. at least I can deal with the audio side. But they were like, keep going, keep going. So that was when I started learning a bit more about the color grading. Mm-hmm. I mean... If you give me a choice between video and audio, I'll choose audio any day, like to edit it by myself. I mean, that's why I have help and some a very strong team behind the camera. <laughs> Shout out to Samuel. Samuel. So, um, yeah, I, I feel that. And I see that you have a passion for it. You have a passion for the video aspect of the crafting. Yes, I never thought I would be a media girl. <laughs> Well, I do like it. I like to create content. I like to make videos mm-hmm. where I can whip up something from something that is just literally ordinary. Mm. I can take a video of somewhere and do some edits and then to look different, to look mm-hmm. cinematic, to look really nice. So, yeah, mm. I like, I have a passion for videos. Oh, and, and with that, I've also um, had some interactions and we also talk about your, your passion for photography. So, I've seen some videographers who are absolutely on one side. They mm-hmm. just do videos. They're like, yeah, photos. They're not, they don't mess with photos. I've seen photographers on the other side. They're like, but you kind of like both. How does that work? I do like both. Basically, I'm more of a video person. But okay. Uh-huh. For photography, I like, like I said, I like to like double with editing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I take a picture of someone myself, I like to make it look really good. Okay. No matter where I am. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you no, know, like let's say the aesthetics. Hey. <laughs> I like to like make something really nice. So mm-hmm. photography, nothing too deep. Okay. 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 But I even say that I don't really think I'm, I'm into that photography. Photography, so much, but more, like more video, video, more video, video aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, of course, the issue, phone videography versus camera video- videography, where do you lie in that spectrum? For me, I would love camera videography, but I have a phone. Yeah. And I use that. And let me call it humble beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> but I watch a lot of YouTubers that are into iPhone photography, and mm-hmm. they do really amazing they things. Like you would think it's a camera. They do. So that's what fuels my... Like all the passion for editing because mm-hmm. you can really pick a clip that seems made and make something really great out of it. Yeah, that's actually so, yeah. that's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at the um, I mean, this is like a pop culture reference, but the latest 
MacBook releases, the M3s, and at the end, they just put that side note that the whole video was shot on an iPhone. Pride. <laughs> they like, are proud. Bro, why? <laughs> why do you have to say that? Like, um, everybody's like, what? How? And of course, they have to go and, I'm sure they attached some, a big rig around it, stabilizer yeah. and everything, but still, they, they pulled it off, which is... Yeah, you can, you can literally do anything yeah. with an iPhone. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And even in this generation, like, the videos that actually like go viral, some of them are actually very low quality. The algorithm is 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 a lot. Let me not say anything yeah. negative. I'm trying to grow them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot because there are videos that I have put all my ninth and yes. day and then it doesn't go it anywhere. Don't, it don't go anywhere. And the one that I feel like, oh my God, I shouldn't have put that out there. Mm-hmm. I get more views. Just Why? Yeah. And, but you know, fairness to them too, mm-hmm. there are some videos that should have no business doing well online because mm-hmm. I look back at some of my first videos I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Why did I put that yeah. there? And there's always this temptation like, I know what I need to do to make videos better, but am I willing to do it? Yes. I mean, Can I go all the way? Yeah. I, I don't like to like, put myself out there. Like, for me, my online presence is quite basic. Yeah. Nothing too deep. I'm mm. not saying anything too controversial. I'm not doing anything crazy. Yeah. And I know that if I do certain things, mm-hmm. like my content or my step as a brand will go far. But yeah. <laughs> but the other ways around it. Yeah. The other ways around it. What is your dream film that you want to to make? My dream film. I want to have a dream film. I'm more about like the quality of a movie. Okay. If, if it's going to be um, biopic, if it's going to be thriller, if it's going to be romance, that I want people to feel something. Like every when I watch a movie and I am engrossed from beginning to the end, the director and the producer they've done a great job. Yeah. Like when I don't get to zone out or like scroll to my phone yeah, when I'm watching, yeah, yeah. it's a job well done. So I want to make something really great. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. that's really cool. That is actually a good test, the scroll test. The second you start seeing people on their phones, you're like, yeah. Yeah, you not lo- very you interested. Their, <laughs> you lost their attention. It's like, yep, uh, try again, try again. <laughs> and in those lines, I feel the the world of animation has stepped up the game, per yeah. se, in terms of mm-hmm. like flashy. Like now we have to, our attention, attention span is so much shrunk and you have to keep flashing new images. The, thing, the person that comes to my mind is like, Spider-Man and the, and the trilogy. Are you are you a sp- are you a fan of the animation? You're not a fan of Spider-Man. I am, animation. but I wouldn't say I'm like very much into like Spider-Man, Marvel, or DC. Mm-hmm. You like you like <laughs> the hardcore <laughs> movie movie movies. Oh wow, okay, okay. Yeah, but I do watch some animation, but not so much. Okay, so um, in terms of the movie making side, so what's your style? If you are shooting a film, like let's say you're going to shoot something for someone on campus, what would you do? First of all, a lot goes into it because if I'm going to be the director, I have to think about, okay, what's the storyline? I have to get a script. I could write it myself or I could, you know, ask around for a scriptwriter, someone that writes. Then location is very important. Getting good actors that can, you know, do the role properly, that can emote and all of that good stuff. And what else? Yes, shooting your gear or your equipment that you're going to use. All of that we greatly considered into making the film. Mm-hmm. But a lot rests on pre-production and your actors. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
there was something that we we're talking about in between when we we're trying to sort out some issues is that there's the idea that you can fix things at the end of the production and then <laughs> don't do it yeah <laughs> the things that you just have to get right from no, the no, source no. like if you're just saying like for example audio like you're like yeah i'll, I'll just be able to like I'll cut out all that loud water sound in the background. No, and you don't want to do that. <laughs> get it right from the beginning. Get it right, and, mm-hmm. and things and things go well. Mm-hmm. So, in my experience, I've noticed that to me, it feels like Nigeria is five years behind the rest of the world. In which industry? What aspect? Every aspect. Every. <laughs> Every. I mean, except for family. Family ties, where we live. But in terms of like research, schoolwork, for example, I, I spent some time, I studied in San Antonio. Things I saw in 2017, it was 2022, I started seeing them here. Things I saw in 2018. So it goes to a point that I could actually predict the landscape of things, where things would be by just tracking back five years. I'm like, okay, this is like this. So the content creation industry in Nigeria will be booming around this time, which it is right now. Is booming now. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, nobody knew what podcasts were. In yeah, it wasn't really a thing. It wasn't a thing. But <laughs> by 2015, 16, podcasts were already taking off in America. So I'm like, all these trends were five years behind. It could be a, it could be a blessing in disguise. Could be. It could, could be. Because I noticed, I started listening to podcasts recently, like a few years ago, mm-hmm. and I realized that most big podcast people now mm-hmm. where people that lived in the UK specifically because there, there are a lot of Nigerian UK podcasters that yeah. they call them yeah I guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we have like a, a number of them so I noticed that they were from the UK or they, or they lived abroad at mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. and then started their podcast and then they became big but now we have a lot of podcasts we do like everybody we has do. a podcast everybody has an opinion yes but the good thing for you, we have the average of Kinky podcast where mm-hmm. you get the, the best quality content. Hopefully, hopefully. Good stuff. Yeah, hopefully we do that. Yeah. You haven't shared your social media. You you talked a bit about YouTube before. So yeah, I did. So what do you do now? You said you don't you're no longer into skincare. Yeah, so now like I said, video editing. Okay. I want to dabble into filmmaking. So I am going so I'm presently learning. Um, how to like up my game on my video editing skills. Okay, so that's what I'm doing presently. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, what kind of content do you create? <clears throat> so, for, on my Instagram, I do edits. Mm-hmm. I show you before and after of like an edit I do, whether it's color grading or you know, whether it's making a form of effects on the mm-hmm. video. So mm-hmm. that's what I do presently on Instagram, and also I'll try to dabble into doing, into doing short films. Mm-hmm then, you know, probably can progress. Mm-hmm. So you can share, wh- what's the name of your channel so we could go check it out? My YouTube channel is Gale Films. Okay. G-E-A-L-F-I-L-M-S. And you'll see it in the video and you also <laughs> see it in the description. So. Yeah, so it's Gale mm-hmm. Films on Instagram and on YouTube. YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So what's the one piece of advice? What's something that you would like young people to take away? from this particular interview? Hmm. I would say you should be open-minded because before I got into medical school, I always knew that I wanted to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to do medicine. Like, do I have the time? Can I do it? I 
first of all, medicine is very important. I try to make sure, I make sure I do my best as a medical student to become a good doctor. But the other things I want to do by the side, I have to create time for it. So if you are open-minded and you create time for things you want to do, you can do them. So that's basically what I will say. Powerful words. Be open-minded. Don't fall into the trap of believing that because you choose a particular field that you are stuck there. Yeah. You can still create an atmosphere where you can progress into where you're called to be. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for that. And yeah, I think this was a this was a really really sweet episode. Thank you very much for sharing your perspectives, um, the journey back to Nigeria, the war, your life, your journey with editing and everything. That was great. So thank you, thank you all for tuning in, and we have to say a good good Bye. day, <clears throat> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's Christmas true. To Same to you. Yeah, enjoy the holidays. Don't eat too much, but enjoy yourselves. You should enjoy yourself. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.